This is Words That Move Me, the podcast where movers and shakers like you get the information and inspiration you need to navigate your creative career with clarity and confidence. I am your host, Master Mover, Dana Wilson. And if you're someone that loves to learn, laugh, and is looking to rewrite the starving artist story, then sit tight, but don't stop moving, because you're in the right place. Hello, hello, good people. And how are you? I'm Dana, and this is Words That Move Me. Welcome back if you are a regular, and welcome, welcome if you're new here. I am so stoked to be talking to you today. And as always, I am jazzed about this episode. But of course, we're not jumping right in. Oh no, that would be rude. It's like dancing before you warm up. I'm going to give you this warm up. This is where I'd like to start today. Today, I'm starting with my win, which is very common practice here at the podcast. We always start with a win. But this win comes with a very deep and personal story. Six years ago, my two best friends, Megan Lawson, Jillian Myers, and myself, created, I'll call it a whimsy. We created a whimsy that we now call the Seaweed Sisters. We are a dance, well, you know what, I'll take that back. We are a trio. We are a trio that dances. We are a trio that makes things. We are a trio that teaches. We are a trio that performs. And now I can say, we are a trio that inspires. Here comes the win. Just a few days ago, I got a FaceTime call from my sister. I'm always very excited when those happen. No offense, sis, but I'm even more excited when I hit accept, and it's my niece taking up the full frame, <laughs> not my sister. So my niece is seven, I believe. Well, seven and a little bit more than a half. I think she turns eight in January. She called me as if she was, like, producing a film. She said, Dana, do you have a minute to talk? I was like, for you? Absolutely. And she goes, I have a question. I think you're going to like it. I was like, okay, I can't wait. And she goes, how did you do the Seaweed Sisters video? The one in the pool, the first one. I was like, A, I love that you remember my group, the Seaweed Sisters. She's been watching these videos since she was born. B, I'm so glad that she knows that the first one was the one that happened in the pool. Although on a technicality, we've done two that involve pools, but only one that involves a pool with water. I digress. Number three, I love that she wants to know how I made it and that she thinks I can tell her the answer to that over a FaceTime call. This is great. I say, why, why do you ask? And she said, well, Charlotte and I, Charlotte is her sister, my niece who's younger, Charlotte and I are creating her words exactly, Charlotte and I are creating the Fishy Sisters, and we would like to remake your Seaweed Sisters video. So I'm going to need to know how you did that. <laughs> and I was like, amazing. This is great. Okay, well, first, you're going to need um, costumes. So we talked about what her costumes are going to be. She showed me all of her available leggings, which, by the way, were many. Good job, sis. That kid is stocked on the legging front. Um, she showed me the color options. I told her she's going to need to make a swim cap with hot glued rhinestones on it. I told her she would need adult supervision for that. Um, she was very excited about the costuming. 
I asked her if she was prepared to do the moves. She was like, oh, yeah, the moves. I'm not so worried about the moves, but how did you actually make the movie? And I was like, well, that's you're, you're probably going to need some help there with, with that as well. You'll need a camera operator. And she says, what's an operator? And I said, a camera operator is the person that operates the camera. They control where it is and how it moves and whether or not it's on and recording. And she goes, oh, okay, that can be my mom. And I was like, nice. Okay, so we've got a camera operator. I can send your mom a shot list. And she says, what's a shot list? And I say, a shot list is basically a recipe for the movie. It tells you what you need and how much of it and when to put it in. And she was like, okay, great. So you can send us the shot list in the mail and then I'll do the costumes and we'll do the dancing and we will make the Fishy Sisters video. And I, this conversation, I don't know how, but it it wound up lasting. It was like 30 minute conversation. We got very specific about how she will be remaking the Seaweed Sisters as the Fishy Sisters. I'm counting this a win, A, because I'm completely smitten that I have a niece that's interested in making things, and B, because I know we forget it sometimes, I have to say it here, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. And I couldn't be more flattered that my own blood is going to be flattering the Seaweed Sisters by creating a remake of the Seaweed Sisters' first video. So thrilled. Please do be on the lookout. I will gladly be sharing that on the socials over at Words That Move Me podcast and on my personal probably. I'm Dana Daners on the gram. All right. That's my win. Had to get it out. Thank you for listening to that. Now, what is your win? What's going well in your world? In particular, who and what are you inspiring these days? Obviously, I'm open to any answer. The answer to my question was a seven-year-old. I'm here for all of it. What you got? All right, my friend. Congrats and keep winning. I'm so proud of you, and I know you can do it forever. (laughs) Okay, let's get into this interview today. I'm so jazzed to be sharing this conversation with you guys. This was part of three interviews that I did in collaboration with my friends over at CLI Studios. Over the summer, they had a 2020 dance experience. And during that 2020 experience, Words That Move Me and CLI teamed up to hold these three interviews. I talked to Heather Morris, Dexter Carr, and today I am sharing with you the conversation that I had with the one and only Joshua Smith. Josh is a person that I had been admiring from afar for quite a while, but he and I had never met before this day, before we actually sat down and had this conversation. I was a little nervous, I'll be totally honest, but Josh was completely open, so friendly, so warm, and so tremendously insightful. I was I was wrapped top to bottom, so engaged and so excited. So I hope you are too. I hope you get a lot out of this conversation. I know Josh has a lot to offer. Um, Tiny little backstory on Josh. He's born in Durham, North Carolina. He moved to Atlanta when he was young. 
he has absolutely made his mark on the entertainment industry by performing with megastars like Usher and Chris Brown. He actually won the 2019 Soul Train Award for Best Dance Performance in Chris Brown's video, No Guidance. He is an outstanding teacher. He champions a healthy mindset. He champions hard work. And I am just so thrilled for you. Let's not wait any longer. Enjoy this conversation with Josh Smith. Hi, everybody. What's up? What's up? I'm Dana. I'm Josh. And this is Words That Move Me on CLI. Yes. How lucky are we? We are very lucky. We're so lucky, and so are you, I might add. I, yes. I'm, I know I'm saying that at the top of the interview. Maybe I should have reserved that till the end. But um, I think you're in for a treat, because I feel privileged to be sitting here talking to you today, Josh. Thank I'm so excited. So Thank you um, I I, I want to start with this. I know your other half, Lindsay. She and I yes. have had, I, I have had the honor and the pleasure of working with her before, but our pro- professional paths have never crossed. Yes. So answer me this, is the dance world big or is it very, very small? We like to say it's such a small world, but I'm like, how has this never happened? Um, I think it is a small world. I think just, uh, it's different avenues, you know what I'm saying? Um. Cause I've definitely heard about you and I've definitely <laughs> seen you around for sure. And uh, I think you just, Different pathway, you know, different artists, we are different however we go. So yeah. you never got to meet, but this is the perfect time. And this we're is here the perfect now, time. Man, and and it's, it's perfect. I'm so excited. I have a million D questions. <laughs> yes. And they're all right here. And I should have written them maybe somewhere else, but that's risky. <laughs> so let's start at the almost beginning. I won't go into birth. Okay. But um, I understand that growing up, you were very athletic. Yes. Soccer, football, am I missing anything? Baseball, basketball, <laughs> you name it. I ran track for a little bit. I was on the step team. Okay. I was in band. I was a drum major. I did a lot. Like, Just a couple extracurriculars. Extra things. All right. So when I grew up, I my only extracurricular was dance, mm. and I feel a little bit short-sighted in my experience of like team building and learning mm-hmm. myself, and I I really kind of have become sort of an indoor cat, more, ah. more or less. So I'm always really curious when I hear the discussion about dancers are athletes and mm. dance is a sport. I'm curious about that because I because I'm not an athlete. I <laughs> well, or am I? I don't know. Boy. I'm asking you, like, where do you stand on dance as a sport? And dancers are athletes. Dance is definitely a sport and definitely an athlete because we have the same traits and characteristics between the two. You know, you have a coach, you have a choreographer, you mm-hmm. know, you have people who are on a team, you know, whether it's a camp or it's a team. So when it's togetherness, it's we both, we all have to go through these eight hours mm-hmm. and if it's in the regular rehearsals or practice, four hours. So the togetherness of it, it's a team aspect. And then we do have to stretch and keep our body warm. <laughs> Number one. And all that, and we, we do high magnitude, like moves and impact on our bodies. It's so much, and uh, it's very, 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 very close. So I do consider dancers as athletes, for sure. Like, cool. And it's, it's, it's uh, the same similarities. Tough times, blood, mm-hmm. sweat, tears, you know? And we, we run it together, and that's how you got to do it. So if you think that way as a sports, which you are an athlete, then that's what it is. Man. Don't give me too much Don't confidence on, now. Man. You might see me on a field <laughs> of some sort, like, no, I can do this. I'm an athlete. Trust me. <laughs> Tom Bay, yes. Potterbury. Um, Okay, so what is different? Could you put a, a finger on a, a difference between a dancer and an athlete? Or are we um, just straight up? 
I think no, it, I guess it's different because a basketball player and a football player is not the same. You know, mm. you're, and you're an athlete, but it's different uh, magnitude and impacts on your body. And I think, with that being said, like soccer is more endurance than physical. Yeah. You know, it is physical, but it's more endurance. But football is very physical. Yeah. And the thing about dancing is, different genres or different uh, style of dance require that. B-boy is more physical. You know what I'm saying? And ballet is physical, but in a different way. It's more of core and of top. So, huh. and very on your legs as well. So when you, have, when you think about it in that way, in that aspect, you know, it, it's different, but um, there's different way of going about it, right. I would say. I like that. I think there are so many different, you know, dances and artistic expression. Yes. It's nuanced. It's subjective. Yes. It's not even from one style to the next is not the same. Mm -hmm. um, you're reminding me of a mantra that I that I harness with my fellow, my two best friends, Megan wow. Lawson and Jillian Myers. Shout out the Seaweed Sisters. We have a saying. Um, our saying is, strength is not our strength. Mm. <laughs> but in every sport, strength isn't the value. Mm -hmm. um, it's focus, placement, focus. endurance, all the things that you just mentioned. So that is cool. I like to now think of the Seaweed Sisters as athletes yeah. as well. Even though even though strength is not our strength. We have different strengths. Yeah. Um, Shout out to y'all because y'all are amazing. All of thank you so much. Yes. Lindsay was giving me a definitely a rundown. I knew you guys, but she gave me a rundown on the Seaweed Sisters. And I didn't know about that. Oh, so you got and research. Like, you had research before course, you came to the interview you know, as well. Love research, no vice versa. Okay, okay. <laughs> Speaking of research. I learned that you won a Soul Train Award in 2019 yes. for No Guidance for yes. Chris Brown. Yes, that's a that's a very cool, very prestigious thing, because Soul Train obviously this is not something that people have decided is new and important, but mm -hmm. been around for a very long time. Um, my question is, broadly, mm -hmm. what is your relationship with external validation? Because a lot of people seek mm. the awards, the yeah. credits, the you know the relationships and having a credit like that, having an award like that, mm -hmm. is a pretty big deal. Was that ever a thing that drove you? Um, that's a great question. Um, honestly, how my mentality is, I think that uh, I always looked at it like, yes, I want the awards and I want some, you know, some feedback and people to see my name, but honestly, not really. You know, I'm not that <laughs> type yes, of guy because, no. not, not really because even now within my stage of my career, which I'm honored and like so thankful and blessed to be in you know i'm not really in the forefront i don't you don't really see my face too much i i do teach when i want to teach i'm not a teacher of saying that i just want to teach because i just want to get some money go around the world and teach see my name i love teaching when it feels right for me like mm. and everything i teach is probably what i'm going through at that moment so if i teach a hood racket piece because i want to have fun and not really think about doing moves and sometimes i might like this one i felt uh, empathy for so much and, you know, vulnerability with this piece I just made. And I wanted something way more relaxed to, to calm my mind down because I didn't want to have to fake on camera. I don't like faking anything. So, you know, I, I, like, it's, I take that with my own personality. I don't like faking anything. So I don't seek validation. I like, I go kind of street smart. You know what I mean? Like I, I was raised in the streets with it and I have a great family, so not in a bad way, but more so... I had street smarts in the sense of I like to think people will know you when they need to know you and the right people should know you. So my whole thing is maybe not millions of people know who I am, but the right people are knowing me because they keep asking me to come back around. <clears throat> and that's what I want to to get to and reach to, you know what I'm saying? And then those people who want to be inspired and thank God they're inspired by me, I want it to reach those people. And everyone else, 
we can fall in between whenever we get there. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Yes. Put a bow on it, <laughs> ship it. That, that sort of speaks to the notion of quality over quantity yes. and being driven by the substance or the process even of the yes. work instead of the end yes. result itself. Yeah, you can't, you know, a lot of people do the, the work, and I won't say a lot, but I know people tend to work for the outcome. Oh, I know this is going to be great. People are going to love me. Oh, mm-hmm. my God, like, I'm going to get this love. But it's like, to me, I want you to love it, not just because of me. I want you to love the work in its entirety. So then when you do realize it's me, you're like, wow, Josh, you did that. But I don't really like shouting out to telling people, look at me. Look what I did. Look what I choreographed. I did that. No, I, I want people to get their credit, even assistants and whoever is uh, involved. Is your right, you know what I'm saying? Just as my right, so. Ooh, that's a really good segue, something I hadn't planned on talking about, but that's really important to me, is crediting your team. Yes. Um, I know that you kind of came up through ranks as being a dancer and an assistant. I would love to know what your experience was yeah. in getting credit for the work and how that's affected the way you credit the people on your team. Yes, man. Um, so uh, when I started, you know, I started with a crew. When I moved to Atlanta, I'm not originally from Atlanta. A lot of people think that. It's like a side note, but Durham. I'm, I'm from Durham, North Carolina. Research. Research right there. So Durham, North Carolina, and um, I moved to Atlanta, and I had a crew, collision crew, Jeremy Strong, and a couple people was in that, and Cody was affiliated, Cody Wiggins. And, uh, you know, I, I had good people surrounding me the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. And... Loyalty is a big thing for me because I will be loyal to you. And if my friends or whoever worked with me know, you can be a millionaire and I can still say no if it doesn't feel right. You know what I'm saying? So, and I got on the Jamaica craft. My mentor, big sis, big homie, friend, all that great stuff. And, and so, uh, so, so talented. And so talented. Like, that's like, you know, a big, big homie of mine. And uh, she taught me loyalty, you know, as much as she did in her career and what she continues to do, she um, trusted me and she showed me the ropes. Mm-hmm. She showed me what it means to be really a dancer and be a dancer with power. Mm-hmm. She, she told me, I had my manager, China, who taught me to say the, the power of no and, and saying that don't look and seek people who you think are already made it and you're getting to that place. So when you get to that place, I have to leave my team behind to go meet this person when all you should really do is bring this person with you to meet each other. Yeah. So then for, because you know for a fact, this person has made it already, but this person has rolled with me the whole time. Yes. So loyalty is a big thing with me. And then with my loyalty, Jamaica has taught me that and uh, she always held me down. She never did no weird, nothing crazy. Like when it's a job, it's a job. When she hit me and I say, ask for advice. And she was very secretive because she wasn't like, it's not a person you can get around Jamaica. Right, right. But when I, when I got around her, it's like she installed so much knowledge, you know, yeah. installed so much uh, ambition, you know, and, and like I had it already. But she just said, you know, you're talented and never let anyone take that away from you. Like not even me, like go as far as you can inspire the people that you can. And she the one who told me the right people will see you. Even if it got to take four years, because four or five years ago, nobody really seen me. I was still, you know, I was dance with Usher. I didn't live in LA. I was still going, but no one really knew me. But that's what I like. I say, you know what? It's cool. The attention's not on me right now. But when it is, I'll be ready. I so, love that attitude. Yeah, man. That's myself. awesome. Thank you for that insight. That's super cool. Yeah. I, I, I like to think of the notion that it's lonely at the top. 
as kind of a lie. <laughs> I would like for it to be very um, crowded and friendly up at the it, top. You know? I think that that is the top that I want to make. That's, I tell people all the time, it is room at the table, man. Yeah. But the good thing to know is, is when you get there, you earned it. But now it's about holding it. Keep it. Don't show it. Don't talk to me. Well, I earned it. Yeah, you earned it. A lot of people earned this seat. But do they get to stay here? Mm-hmm. Longevity is a thing for me. I don't want to be... I'm young. I'm still 28. Yeah. No, I mean... I said 28. I'm 27. Oh. I, I want to be 28. <laughs> just lies I'm, here. Just lies here. But I'm 27, and, like, um, I think that I know I have a long way to go. You know, people who I do look up to is Rich and Tones and mm-hmm. Fatima's and Jamaica and Hi-Hat. These are people who have longevity. These are people who... Their generation, another generation, and generation after that, they're still here. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that I want. So I don't live for the now all the time, which I should do more. But I'm more so like, I want my name to be great for years to come. So, yeah. I'm going to ask a question now. What's your plan for that? How do you how do you achieve that? Um, <laughs> I've been trying to so far. I don't have the right answers for that. But <laughs> being a good person training really studying and really knowing who and knowing that it's time with this but knowing who you are you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i never try to be perfect or within relationship within you know dance i'm very very open book i'm very like uh, i like to face myself on yeah. with you know even my own demons or whatever it's in front of me so if I know I can be the better version of myself and truly be the better version don't have to worry about limelights or personas or, you know, all that good stuff, I'll be okay. Now, eventually, I will make it there. So I don't know when I will make it there, but I will make it there. I believe that you will by the way you're talking right now. (laughs) And I want to be there at the end, too. Yes, yes, longevity is so important to me. One of my mentors and inspirations is Tony Basil. She's 76 years old and could roast me right now. Like me and my 30-something year... 34 a few days ago. (laughs) Self, since we're giving numbers. Happy belated birthday. Thank you, thank you. Um, and, and I think part of Basil's secret to success is persistence. Every single day she dances, even when she doesn't want to dance, she does. And I think that that's something speaks to what you just mentioned about bringing all versions of yourself might not be perfect today. It might not be happy today. It might not be the coolest moves today, but continuing to show up up. is how you continue to show up. It's simple as that. It's it's nothing earth shattering. Nope. A lot of Simple, think it's like not a, easy though. Exact, not easy though. <laughs> Simple, but not easy. Simple, not easy. Um, okay, I'd love to segue into like perception and persona, okay. public, um, public presence, maybe. Mm-hmm. Dare I say social presence? Um, One of the things that I really admire about you and the way you use your voice, not just in your choreography, but in the social platform, Mm. is that you're not afraid to talk about things that are important to you. Yes. The Black Lives Matter movement is tremendously important to you and to so many people, thank goodness, and we'll find out. (laughs) We'll find out. Yes. If this is something that can be important to everyone. Yes. But um, I, in this process of learning the world that I live in, Mm -hmm. I'm becoming, really working to become more culturally sensitive Mm -hmm. when I watch dance, like when I consume dance, Mm -hmm. and when I make it. Mm -hmm. And here's what I'm learning, Josh. (laughs) That takes time. I mean, it's very easy to scroll and watch a piece. Yes. But if you want to be sensitive about what you're watching, Mm -hmm. 
culturally, racially, and otherwise. Yes. You are asking, who is this person? Mm-hmm. Where is this person from? What has this person experienced? Mm-hmm. Where is this person going? Mm-hmm. What, what does this mean? Like, yes. what does that mean? What does it mean when this person kneels yes. versus when this person kneels. Absolutely. What is the meaning of a movement? So then you have to like, you go, you wind up looking. So a scroll has now taken three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I get why people don't do that. Yes, it's a lot. It's a lot. And, and it doesn't even, you might not necessarily wind up at right or better, mm-hmm. or, but, but it's responsible yes. and it's an important time to be and also, we do have time, arguably, time. <laughs> to, to time. be doing that. So my question is, that was a very long-winded way of asking oh, you a yeah. question, is what might people think about your work on a scroll, and what might they learn by going deeper? Okay, well, through dance or just on my page in general? Oh, man. Let's talk about dance. Dance. Okay, yeah. so... Hopefully, when you see, when you scroll through my stuff, quality, because I, I, I strive for that. You know, I, I, I've danced, as we all danced for years, but I've tried hard, I can say, to <laughs> not master, but in a sense, perfect my style, you know? And I'm moving in a way that I will, would love for you to be like, that is nice. That's yeah. this, this, <laughs> okay. I don't know much about this guy, but he looks so good. Achieved. <laughs> Achieved party of one. Okay. Because when right. I watch him, like, nice. Yes. Really, truly, like, that word probably happens a lot. Like, yes, okay. I like that. Just be like, oh, nice. Okay, yes, all right. Yes, yes, And then 100%. after that, I hope that you will feel to want to know even a little about me, but because I like to details, mm. like, even if it's the slightest thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to, why do you, like, you might see, you know, I realized that I've seen Josh's clips that he wears all black a lot. Mm. Why is that? Great example. You know, Great but example. It's, it's small. I don't want you, it makes you dig in deeper. It makes you want to see more about me. Like, because I am, like, again, an open book. I like wearing my beard, whether it's clean or not. No, I have this beanie. Why do you have this beanie on all the time? I've, I've heard the beanie's a thing. You know, what, why, a thing. why do you have the beanie on all the Honestly, time? Honestly, man, you know what? It was when I was on tour with Usher, uh, I was finding myself as a dancer. That's when I really found, just so you know, that's when I really found myself. Like, uh-huh. right after that tour, um, as a mover, I had Kento. Mm. I had uh, Yusuke. I had Antonio Hanel. I had Marvelous, I had Quito, Marv, you know, Ashley Everett, you know. So it it was like a lot of power, Naima, you know what I mean? And um, we we did yoga and all these things, and it was like, it was very togetherness. And um, I found my style, and uh, I don't want to wrap up the question. Tell me the question one more time, so I won't um, Oh, gosh, no, I lost, lost the I question, too. Specifically... The beanie, is there a oh, story? Beanie. Why yeah, is beanie. it the, why is it, is it? Is it a thing? A so, signature, it's yeah, a thing. Yeah, it's a signature for sure. And I found it on tour, after tour. And I was, I used to wear like a towel. Uh-huh. You know, like on YouTube, like on my pocket. Every time I go on stage. Because, you know, when you go on stage, carvers don't really give you the freedom to be like, just wear whatever you think is fly. So Jamaica was like, Yusuke and Kento, they had literally a box of shades. 
Uh. Yeah, like, literally, but different shades, like 30 pairs of shades in that box. And every night they change different shades, what they want to wear with their outfit. Cool. So she was like, Josh, if you want to wear a towel, whatever, whatever, do your thing. Because she talking about Swoop back in the day. And he used to wear his gloves, oh, you know what I mean? So like, it's like, what is your sauce when you step out to make you feel like that's going to be the best you when you're on stage? So I had a towel. And then eventually, I see Tone. And Tone used to wear his, uh, his hat regular, though. You know, regular beanie and stuff. And he used to have his towel. Tied up here. I can see you know it. What right. I mean? He had his tights on because he came from the ballet where he was very like protecting his body. I gotta stay warm. Yeah. So I was like, what's my little niche? I like, I like, and I don't wanna be a gimmick, but I just wanted my own little sauce. You know what I'm saying? It belonged to me. So one day I had my beanie up in the house and I rolled it and I kept rolling it and I rolled it up high and it looked like a little sailor's hat. But I was like, I'm not mad at it though. I was like, I'm mad. So, so I did it and a couple people, a couple of years, people was like, why you got your hat like that? I'm like, mm-hmm. And then eventually, everyone caught on. And now it's weird. I didn't start it, but I see people now, like, it's hats that's made like this now. Like, and people ask me, like, where do you get your hat from? I said, to be a supply store, uh-huh. a gas station. Right. Really, if it just feels where I can feel it, I just roll it up a certain way and then rock it. So, and it's been stuck ever since. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think there's something so unique about dancers and getting to feel yes. um, this, like, very this like in your body difference yes. depending on what you're wearing mm-hmm. um Ooh, that's a big thing i mean it's a big thing right there you can be in rehearsal for three months and you go on stage you be like is this what i'm wearing i lost all the feeling 2020 that- <laughs> experience is a perfect example i i love a loose pant yes. i mean borderline <laughs> Put me in a burlap sack. We're good. I just space and air. Yes. And then all of a sudden, I'm in a high-waisted, high-crotched um, <laughs> neck, wrist, suit, all of it. And you it really, like... it changes it changes things um, in the way you feel, but yes. it also changes the visual. The visual. Like, your center of gravity is now high. Different yes. shapes look good up here mm-hmm. than the shapes that look good down here. So it's a part of it. It's a part of it, man. And it flatters the outline, the silhouette. Yeah. I love it. It's great. Thank you. Okay, so we're back though. We're back. The 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 tough the more not tougher question because ask answering questions about your signature and your style is not easy, mm-hmm. and finding your signature and your style is not easy. I don't mean to downplay that at mm-hmm. all, but I'm I'm wondering when people dig deep on you, what is it that you want them to find? What is it that they find now, and is that what you want them? To I find? want them to find that honestly. First off, I'm a genuine person. You know, that's that's just what I tell when I talk to people, when I dance. I'm very vulnerable, and I want you to see that I'm a genuine person. I see that I take my craft very seriously, and to know that my whole goal is to inspire. My dad taught me back in the day, um, he always taught me this. I had a story, and I won't go too long in it, but pretty much saying, your gift is not for you. Your gift is for people. God gave you the gift to make people smile and make people happy. So no matter what, and whenever you do in your career, if you keep that in mind, you can never lose. So that's what I try to give off on my Instagram, on my dancing. When I talk to people, I give so much energy. People are like, how can you give so much energy all the time? You're always so... I say, because it's not for me. You know what I mean? It's for it's for the people who can't do it, for the people who want to do it, for the people, even when I was in that stage in my life, saying, I wish I could be there. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you tend to get to a place and you're like, dang, I still need to get to this place. But mm-hmm. it's like, did you remember when... You want to be in this place right now. So, you know, I kind of always go back to that and tell people, look at me in a genuine light and know that I love what I do. Ah, uh, 
Thank you for sharing that story. That's yes. so important, and I'm glad that we had time. Yes. I think we have time for one more. Um, in in my research. All right, all right. Um, I discovered that you have a favorite quote. Yes. I am a masterpiece that is trying to master peace. Yes. Would you be so kind as to share with us anything you've learned in your quest for mastering peace? Yes, I got it tatted on me, man. Like, let's hear it. There's no or let's light. see it. Man, so it's back here. You know, you really can't see. I know you guys can't see it too much. But I got that quote, my masterpiece, trying to masterpiece, because, you know, within our own right, we are artists. You know, I am an artist. I am sensitive about my whoop. And I love what I do, man. And, like, I'm a masterpiece that we all are in ourselves, and God has given us the right to feel that. You know, no one can take that away from you. And, like, that goes to parenting. I had great parents who made me feel that love that no one else can take that from me. And trying to master peace because I am an Aries and I'm a fire sign. And I can get, I am very <laughs> passionate, so I can get to a very high level of aggression, you know, because out of my passion, but knowing that I want to master peace, I want to be able to be level-headed and, and, and think clearly and Move with purpose, you know what I'm saying? Move mm -hmm. with purpose, move with a divine plan, move knowing sometimes I'm not going to have the answer. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm a masterpiece, trying to masterpiece. So, trying, emphasis, and that's a constant, yes, right? Because the moment you've be. achieved it, something it's is something gonna happen. going to happen. <laughs> and that's why I kind of remind myself, like, I'm trying to masterpiece, you know what I mean? That's the thing. That's the biggest thing for me because I don't want to handle relationships or friends or, or, you know, business offer, like, you know, anger or upset because back in the day I used to just get upset you know, <clears throat> and I just cut people off. I don't want to talk. I'm cool. Like, because I'm not a loner, but I'm, a, I'm comfortable, so comfortable myself with being alone. Uh -huh. I'm comfortable being alone. I, I, I went through enough of my life that I'm like, I respectfully bow out. We don't have to be friends. I'm Got okay. It. We don't have to be here. We don't have to do work. I'm okay. I'll make it, I'll find a way to make it so I don't want to have to leech or you don't have to leech off of me. We can stop it now. You know what I'm saying? But now I'm mastering the piece of knowing that relationships are good and talking through things is the best way to do it because communication is key. With with a person, but also the self. With self. Like if you, it sounds like you are a person who's okay with being with yourself. Yes. And if you can master like peace within, within yourself. you're more prepared to achieve it, mm -hmm. receive it yes. out there in the world from other relationships. Yes. That's awesome. I think it's the I think it 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 should be, could be everyone's everyone. mission. Yes, man. Like, you know, I think everyone we if we move non selfishly, like, and just know that everyone can be great within your own right. Doesn't have to overshine, overstep you don't have to move that way, you know what I'm saying? And and I know sometimes within our field and industry that it can get very tricky. Right. But everyone can move a certain way to get to a certain place. Yeah. You know, and that's There's why you got room at the top. There's room at the top. There's always so room there. We have to like change this this imagery of it being a mountain with a peak, peak. and a flag that's one person's flag yes. to being like, ooh, what if it was just um, also a mountain, it's, but 
upside down. <laughs> upside down. We here. I'm, I'm coupling. I'm pretty Ascending much Ascending is going to be way harder because <laughs> yes. you're in an inversion. Yes. But I, yeah, I think that that's possible. There's a saying, I'm going to botch it. I'm not going to get it right. Mm -hmm. um, but one one match's flame does not take away the light from another. Mm. Like this match being over here and bright and lit doesn't mean that this one is going to be dim. Absolutely. <laughs> just, Absolutely. Light it up, let there be light, the illuminate. Yes. I think um, that's another one that my husband has gifted me. Light is the best disinfectant. Mm. And I think that uh, in this time, we're shedding light on a lot of things. On a lot of things. Things. And of things. Which, which needs to happen. It needs absolutely. to happen, man. It needs, it needs to happen. Black life does matter, you know? And, like, I'm just going to put this out there. Please. You know, no one wants to say that no other lives matter. We say that because, like you're saying, you might not know the generational, like, depression that we had over the years that I've experienced because I am from the South. So, you know, I've, I've, like, you know, cultural and police brutality and all that stuff since I was, like, 13, you know what I mean, as a black man in the world. So, you know, I had the police talk. And even me now talking to my friends, knowing that they didn't have the same talks that I would have grown up. So Same conversations, the exactly. same training and experience. Same and training and experience. So just to say that we all have love for each other. We just want to come in peace with everybody in the world and live our life exactly how everyone else can live their life. Yes. Josh, thank you so much. Yes. I have yes. nothing left to say except for thank you. Thank I mean, you for thank you. Thank being you. here and being open. Absolutely. Um, for somebody that I have honestly not before today <laughs> shared word in person words yes. with, I feel like we could do this for, uh, for much, a very long time. Very long and I time. hope that we get to. I would Please. love to spend more time with you and Lindsay. Let's uh, do this. Such a fan of your moves. They're so nice. Thank you. And thank it's you, really you, nice you to too. get to know what's. What's beneath them as well? It's lit. Well, it's a Kinjas. I think a Kinjas. Yeah, we're gonna throw to the Kinjas. There's a cipher. Josh and I are gonna go. You guys should go. I'm I think going. it's a very exciting time to have dance and yes. have community, and you can feel connected yes. even at six feet distance. Mm -hmm. You can feel connected even on the other side of your computer screen. Um, and I'm excited actually now to be digging deeper because yes. you mentioned people not knowing, not having known you before, mm -hmm. and I love a deep dive. Yeah. So where can I go to find more of you, Josh. See, that's the bad thing. I'm horrible at social media. I'm <laughs> just now about to get my YouTube started, y'all. Oh, okay. But, but we'll be on the lookout. We'll be on the lookout. My, my, uh, my Instagram, dancer underscore boy smith. Uh, that's pretty much on Twitter and everything else. Uh, watch out for any upcoming projects. I do have old clips that you can probably look at hey. on YouTube, but that's when y'all got to go dig on that. I'm going to you know dig on that. But you know I'm going to dig on that. Hey, Dan, I, I appreciate you, man. For thank real. you thank so you much. Thank you so much. It's like, lovely talking to you. And yes. thank you, CLI. Thank you, everybody watching and listening. I had a ball. Let's go cypher. Let's do it. I'm I wore the wrong shoes for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely gonna have a blister if there is a lot of dancing. Let's go right sweat, now. man. <laughs> go sweat. I should I should have made my signature thing socks. Really comfortable <laughs> socks. That's my signature move. That way I'll always have them. Okay, enough, enough on me. Thank you so much, Josh. We'll talk Thank to you, you later. Yes. All right, all right. I hope you got as much out of that conversation as I did. I absolutely loved hearing Josh talk about the relationship between being an athlete and being a dancer. I thought it was fascinating to hear him talk about his relationship to the public perception of him, his work, and social media. I also loved hearing from Josh about the importance of activism in his life and using his voice 
and in supporting his community. To me, this is a hugely important part of our work as artists, as makers, and especially as teachers. So cheers to you, Josh. Thank you so much for being such a great example for all of us. And thank you all for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day, afternoon, night, whatever it is. And of course, keep it funky. I'll talk to you soon. Thought you were done? No. Now I'm here to remind you that all of the important people, places, and things mentioned in this episode can be found on my website, thedanawilson.com slash podcast. Finally, and most importantly, now you have a way to become a Words That Move Me member. So kickball changeover to patreon.com slash WTMM podcast to learn more and join. All right, everybody. Now I'm really done. Thanks so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon.